Hello and welcome to the announcer's box where we talk everything GGBL. Yesterday on Sunday we saw the inaugural video of the GGBL. It went over the teams and the lineups and everything about that. So what we're going to do today here on the announcer's box is we're going to talk about every single team. We're going to we're going to talk about about what I think of them, my predictions for their season, everything like that. So Without further ado, let's go in order of the teams. So we're going to go in order of how they were in the video, which means that we're going to start with the good boys. So the good boys, they have a strong lineup with good fielding. They've got good hitting as well. They're probably going to act as more of a swing first type of team. They're, they're not going to draw a lot of walks or... or, or or anything like that, they'll they'll probably foul out a bit. They'll probably they'll, but they will hit quite often. Their pitching rotation is solid. They've got three top fifty prospects with good potential in their pitching, and they've got a good good pitching staff. They could probably swap around their their setup and their closer. Um, those could be swapped around, make for some better play in there. After the good boys, we move on to the Atlanta Sting. Um, you're probably going to hear a lot of the same stuff throughout many of these teams because since we haven't seen them play, we don't really have much of a difference among their playing styles or anything like that. But the Atlanta Sting, they seem to have a strong lineup. They have fairly average batting, pretty not overly powerful, not overly contact heavy, just right in, right in the average there. They have some strong fielding though. Uh, about five top 50 players it looked like. Um, their pitching is solid. Their their relief is strong. But the one question about the Atlanta Sting is are they going to prove to be too old with their starting lineup on that pitching rotation? I think if I think it could happen. I think they might have a bit too much age in that starting pitching rotation, and they should take some of the younger guys from the bench into that pitching rotation and make it go well there. Miami, the Moonshots, one of the best teams, um, best teams logo-wise and team-wise, but they are going to live up to their name. They have a solid lineup with some huge hitters. They've got Bellinger, who is a possible, I think he might be a possible MVP for this first year. Very strong player. Their pitching is good, but it's not amazing. But they do still have a playoff-bound team with that pitching there and with the big hitting and fielding that they have. Next, we move on to the flight. There's some strong hitters with some good fielding ability. Their 34 and 5 is real strong. Seeger, Dahl, and Utley will be able to work together and feed their team well, but the rest of the hitting power isn't there. They've got some good contact, everything else, but the rest of the hitting power is what they're looking for in this season, and they just don't have it. You Darvish? really the only good pitcher they really have. They've got some decent pitchers, but but not much. Fulton, 
Fultonevich may struggle like he did in the MLB. He's never had a really good season. He's always been kind of on the cusp of being pretty good. I think their pitching is going to be what keeps them from a playoff run this first season. If they get some better pitchers in the next upcoming years, I think they will be really well and be a good playoff possible World Series team in the future, but not for this season. Then we move into Carolina with the Blue Sox. They've got some good hitting and fielding. Their designated hitter probably should be someone else, though. There are only real powers coming from Juan Soto. Um, will that be enough is the question I have there. You can have one really good player, but you have to have the rest be decent, and I don't know if they're at that spot. They're... They got strong pitching, which could keep them alive during games, and they're they're questionable to get to the playoffs. I don't know how well they do there. Then we move into Dallas with the Hatters, and now this is a team that I actually do like. I I love their their hitting. They've got pretty good hitting with nice fielding. Kellenic was a strong pick who will help them out this season. But then we move into the pitching side, where DeGrom is really the only strong pitcher they have. Will it be enough pitching-wise? I think they can work with what they've got. I think they could be a World Series contending team this year, and I'm hoping I'm right on that. Then we move into Nashville with the Heat. Now their hitting is where they want it to be, but it's not overly impressive. They've got some great hitters. Their pitching is super strong. They'll get strikes often. Nashville is a team you want to watch. They will definitely reach the finals this year, and I think they might have a shot at the World Series as well. Then we move on down the list to the Copperheads. They've got great hitting, great fielding. They're what I would consider to be a sleeper team this season because... To round out with the hitting and fielding that they have, they've got some great pitching as well. You definitely want to watch for these guys. They are going to surprise you. Now we move on to the swing. Strong hitting, strong fielding. DJ Hard is, is going to be someone you want to watch. From coming from basketball into baseball, I don't know how well that's going to suit him, but I'm curious to find out. I'd consider the swing of Atlanta, or where, I forgot where they're from, but I'd consider the swing to be a mediocre team. Nothing overly impressive, nothing overly um, defeating, nothing that will take them out of contention. They won't ride the bottom, but they'll be fairly close. So the swing, someone to keep your eye out on, but not too much. And we go into the Maroons. They have strong hitting. Their team's balanced out pretty well. Their strong is good in the pitching. They've got strong pitching there. Their ace is really good. I'd have to go back into my things and, and take a look, but they've got, they've got good stuff. Then into Portland. Strong hitting, strong pitching. Young team, great for the long term. Another possible sleeper we're looking at there. We move to the Coyotes. They have good hitting, but their fielding's not impressive enough for me. It's okay fielding. 
They've got good pitching, but I don't think they're going to be a playoff team this year. I'm not overly impressed by them. We move into Los Angeles with the Knights. Some of the coolest uniforms I've seen. I love their uniforms. They've got very strong young hitters in, in that offensive lineup. They've got great pitching potential as well. You want to watch this team. They're a high potential team. Um, San Diego. The defenders. Strong hitting. But Underhill could struggle due to being a pure power hitting guy. Is he really good? Is he going to be able to do enough. Aside from Underhill, they have a very well-rounded team. I have high hopes for these guys. I think they can do well, especially because they also have some strong pitching. The pitching isn't overly, um, overly disencouraging this year with all of these teams. They have pretty good pitching, pretty good hitting, very average teams, um, which is something to expect out of this league because it's brand new and there's not too much going on quite yet. Then we move over to San Francisco with the Grizzlies. Good offense, mostly power offense, and the first annual Best Beard Award from Joe Beck goes to Satchel Michaels. That man's beard. He's got a good beard on the guy. And they, they've got some strong pitching in, in San Francisco. Strong pitching. Very tough team. You're going to want to watch them. I think they could get to the finals. Very possible. Move into Washington. Quite strong offense with some great hitting. Very balanced team. This pitching is strong, but having only one left-hander, I think that could pose issues for them in the future. Uh, especially later into the season. You only have one left-hander. Everyone's going to figure out your right-handed guys. I think it could keep you out of a finals. We move into Boston. Now, Boston's not an overly impressive team. They probably won't get very far in playoffs if they get there at all. They've got fairly good offense, but their hitting isn't as strong as they would have liked. The pitching staff is really what Boston needs to save them, and it's it's probably not going to save them as much as they want to. Then we move from Boston into New York. This could be a possible rivalry, just like how the MLB plays out. The New York Pizzazz, or as many of you are going to want to call them, the New York Pizzas. They've got Bryce Harper and Longoria are in there. They are really the only strong thing that keeps them in good competition with the rest of their league. Great hitters, but they're all they've got. Their pitching's okay, but it's not overly impressive. I think this team is mediocre regardless of those two bigger guys. The Hammers. Great fielding. Well, good fielding. Aaron Judge is pretty much the entire team there, regardless of how many power hitters they have. And their rotation is good, but not overly impressed with them either. Then we move on to the Mallards, which wins the best mascot award. Anytime you have a team named after a duck, you not only get the meme award, but you get the best mascot. Now, they might have the best mascot, but they're hitting fairly strong. Nothing, nothing overly powerful. Great hitting. 
They're pitching really strong as well. They've got great pitchers. This could be a sleeper team you want to watch out for. And then we move into Chicago here. Great hitting and fielding. They're pretty solid. Their pitching is strong. Garrett Cole was a, is a great ace for the team. He's leading out the pitching. He's going to be fun. We move to the Cardinals now. They've got a lot of power hitters. This is going to be a team that will swing hard and fast. You are going to want to watch your heads when you are on that field. They're pitching strong. They can they can strike people out. I think this is one of the best bounce teams in the league, one of the best teams. They could get a World Series win. I think they will get to the World Series. Move to the Rams. Completely other story from the Cardinals. The Rams do not impress me. Lau is only the real great player that they have. He stands out, but he's about it. Their pitching staff really is only the great thing about this team. Good pitching staff. Lau is a great player for the offense, but they're all they've got. Then we move into the Maples. They have some solid offense with lots of power and great hitters. Their pitching is decent, but it's not overly impressive. Um, this team would be described as the most decent team in the league. Now, we go to the Jacks. They've got good hitting. They've got Solak, Price, Andres, and Arena. They all impress me. I'm looking forward to seeing them. Their offense is strong in this Jacks team. The Jacks organization does well on their offense. And their pitching is fairly strong as well. You're going to want to watch for this Jacks team. I think they could get far. Then we move to the Spirit. The only thing I really have to say of the Spirit is they have tons of power and can hold against lefties. Their pitching's good too. But it's not the thing that's going to drive this team. What's going to drive that team of the Spirit is their power. Then we move to the Hawks. I wrote in all capital letters, Mookie. You've got Mookie Betts. You're going to be one of the best teams in the league because he just draws attention. He's a good hitter, good fielder, all-around great player. Mookie Betts, greatest guy you could have on a team. And they've got other power hitters as well. So you have Mookie Betts plus more power hitters. Plus their pitching complements them so well. This is a World Series team. Do not keep your eyes off of these guys. You're going to want to watch them the entire year. Then we move on to the Nuggets. They've got Freeman, but he's not going to be enough this year. The team needs help. And they need it bad. I'm not impressed with them at all. Their pitching's nice, but it's not enough to keep them alive. Then we move to the Firebirds. The offense is good. The fielding's nice. They've got good hitters. This is a possible sleeper team. Their pitching is solid enough, but it's not overly great. Then we move to the Emeralds, one of the best teams in the league on paper. They're super young, super strong, have good hitters, have good fielding. This is an impressive team. Their offense is insane. Their pitching is okay. This is my pick to win the entire year. 
to win the World Series, these are who I think are going to do it. The Emeralds. So there it is, the first episode of the announcer's box. I enjoyed going over the teams with you all today. I didn't go into much detail, but that's okay because all of the information you need to find is in Gold's video from Sunday. Thank you for joining me today in the, the announcer's box, and I hope you all have a great week. Goodbye.